you're listening to Art Root Radio, and I'm your host, artist Michelle Lockery. Today in the studio, I'm really, really excited to present a young entrepreneur, strong warrior woman who has a studio called Soul Studio. Now, in these times, it's been really tough on businesses, and especially, I think, creative businesses. Serena offers a program, a hub, a place of healing, a place of movement. She brings people together to connect through their souls, through their body, through their health, through a tribe of people who want to move their bodies and move their souls. Serena speaks on how difficult it has been to run a creative business in these times. You know, the fact that what is an essential service should be re-looked at because health, art, creative businesses are essential services. Restaurants are essential services because how many people go there for knowledge, for information, for finding their way? So let's spend some time with Serena. She is so passionate about what she does. I am in awe of her energy, her passion, her love of her, her whole world that she has created. And she really is a huge part of the soul of Vernon. So stay tuned and help me welcome Serena. Good afternoon, Serena. Welcome to Art Root Radio. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. How are you? Um, well, <laughs> that's a loaded question right now, <laughs> but I'm actually doing okay considering. You know, I think our listeners, um, not to scare anybody, but how how affected were you by, you know, COVID? Well, I was actually directly affected, which I couldn't believe it because you never once in a million years think that I'm going to go through this. And uh, I ended up getting COVID. And on top of that, I've been trying to run a business that's been very affected by COVID closures here and there. So it's been quite the ride. Yeah, and it was really kind of interesting that you and I, I connected with you to because you're just such an amazing community champion. Well, I had COVID. Right, that's what was that was crazy. You got me through a couple of tough days, so I appreciated that. Yeah, I get together. Yeah, you as well because it just I didn't want to feel like I was a wimp, and my husband was away, and I run my own business yeah. too. I was a couple of scary days, so thank you for your support, and that was really nice. Yeah, ditto. Alrighty, so. How you run a very creative business and you've been in business a long time. How impacted have you been by this situation? Um, well, it has been um, very challenging. And I think as a business owner, when we first got faced with, especially being in the fitness industry, got faced with the initial closure, um, as a fitness facility, we rely on membership. So not only that, I wasn't really worried initially about memberships coming in. I was actually more worried about how my people were going to keep themselves moving and keep themselves mentally sane during everything that was going on. So um, I quickly took charge and within three days I had a up and running virtual class that I had 70 people in attendance to in and it was crazy how quickly it came together. Um, but that was like almost 21 months ago. Wow. And it's yeah. expensive, right? Digital. Oh, it's expensive. Yeah. 
digital was very expensive and that's the other thing that was you run into um not problems but it's like okay how can I pay for this because I know this is gonna help me here when there's nothing really coming in so it was like a whole bunch of like you know really creative thinking well how can I do this where can I get it from here and then I ran like the first month or two kind of like a a random operation where I had a table and I had a computer and I had wires everywhere and then finally I'm like if we open I would like to keep digital so I need to find a solution for this so I actually hired a company from Vancouver and paid top dollar for audio and visual equipment because I'm like if people aren't gonna stay committed if the quality of the production isn't good so I literally dove off no, the diving God. board into the deep end one more time and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I literally did it and within a week I had a company come up and when we could open, I think it was back in July or August of 2020, I had all my camera systems running where I could run a virtual class and a live class as well. Wow, that's that's impressive because that's the same for me. I, you know, during it, I was like, "What am I going to do as an artist?" And had, yep. and my daughter had been ill, and my grandchildren, so I had to really be protective of that. So I had to really isolate myself. <laughs> my business yeah. partner goes, "Let's do a podcast," and I'm like, "Uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because it's like we do we have to bring ourselves back and say what like because we're not people that could with that just sit around right it's like what can we do next there is something that we could do and that's always been my theory there is always something that can be done like I, and I don't give up clearly like I don't give up I'm here still because I haven't given up I've been close <laughs> oh yeah very close yeah my son he owns three pubs and he's been close it's been hard and you know it's funny for me I never looked at it because I've been doing these programs for so long, but it is actually like now, because my biggest talent is connecting people and telling stories and bringing people together on scaffolding, because it became very much like what you do, an event of people bonding. The paint is right. irrelevant. You know, the exercise, all of those things are a wonderful thing. It was the connection and the conversation. Well, yeah. Now I just picture this as digital scaffolding and I'm downtown in Vernon painting and you're walking by and we're talking. And it actually became this healing spot. So Amazing. I think we're healers. How essential? Amazing. Like, I think it's been really confusing of what's been deemed essential and who deems things essential. I know. What do you think is essential in these times? Oh, gosh. I can't tell you how much um, our my business um, in particular is deemed essential because it is really, truly mental health, um, physical. When you're not physically moving your body is when you begin to, to take a downhill um, turn. It's just, it's just like you are headed in a direction where it's going to be so hard to get out of. And this is what I'm seeing almost 22 months later is there are people that haven't haven't been able to have the motivation to even move their body and once you start moving your body um, it becomes physical and then becomes mental like so many things change within your body but when you're stuck at a stressed out state and you don't have places to go work out I mean the hardest thing 
for my industry was like the inconsistency of closures. So really and truly, how can a member be consistent when it's like wear a mask, half capacity, low impact only. Oh yeah, you can come into spin class. Oh no, spin class is canceled. Okay, let's close all together. Okay, just in a couple more weeks, let's get back going. I mean, how do you actually come into a regular routine when it's been so irregular out there? That's been my challenge as well. But that's where I've also kind of brought in my virtual fitness no, and I've tried to keep it consistent that's the same thing my son said because we don't businesses don't have the administration like say the government has to put all those policies and practice and at those policies and so they're using businesses I believe as sort of the practicum not understanding the cost that has to the businesses oh I don't think that yeah and I think unless you're a business owner you like understanding what we've gone through um really i have never worked so hard for so lit like for so little if you it can read between the lines like yeah. i'm helping it i'm helping differently but i've never worked so hard for something that well i truly believe in what i do but that you're right like someone said to me the other day hey did you know that you guys were going to close again in december i'm like we've never known any i said mm-hmm. i learned these closures through texts from my friends And then on top of that, no one has given us guidance as to how to do what, how to do when, what should you do here? I've had to come up with my own policies, my own things, flip all of my classes into like the workload that COVID has created on top of everything else. Like I'm going to pat myself on the back for surviving so far. I think that all this talking to you, I think all businesses, I pat you on the back as I know watching my friends, the same thing I am, we're warriors, but I believe that there should be a payment because all of that, that the businesses have done are going to become protocols and yeah. no, there should be a payment back. Like, I don't know if it's a tax break to businesses, uh, yeah. something, right? There has to be something back. Because well, there has to be. Otherwise, I don't know how, like every time I hear a business is closing, it breaks my heart. Like I just, because I know the work that it entails to run something, to get it going to, and it's not people always saying, oh yeah, you have your own business. It's like, you know, easy peasy. And, you know, I think life is good, but holy man, like, especially through the, especially through the pandemic, like being a business owner, like I commend every single business owner that has been trying to keep their business alive you know what i think it is language because when when you're having a discussion over whatever it a business owner i think people forget that you're also an employer and that you are Uh also responsible for people that you employ yes hugely hugely and then you know it affects them and then their family when you you know for example i i had to cut my classes because no one was coming in well you know some of these girls like you know it was helping them towards you know some of their kids activities or whatever the case it may be right but still it that impacts it like there's just so much it's like a domino effect and i think once people really sit down to think about how it how it affects so many lives um yeah it's crazy and i think the inconsistency was the hardest thing because my husband works for a mine right so he's flying up north he drove when it first happened drove across the province to get home but the people like the people masses, where things were fine to be open and where things weren't, made no, no. sense. Zero sense. To your reasonable brain, right? It was just like, yeah. and then I'm going, why can't, like, I always thought somebody should throw a big hazmat suit party. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 
Well, and it's crazy too, because like in my industry, like I'm not a, I'm not a gym, so I don't have equipment. So I don't have random people coming through yet. They could, they could remain open, but me with a controlled environment, half capacity, huge space. I've got a big studio. I've got three yeah. studios like within my space, but I could, I knew who was coming in, who's masked. I mean, I, I could see everything. Whereas a gym could stay open when we had to close a couple times, but they had random clientele coming through. And so I was like, how does that make sense that a gym can stay open, but a fitness studio can't? Yeah, it made no sense at all. Like none of it did. It's no. and, and I think I think the disconnect and that's been my in my whole career helping at risk youth find employment. I mean, God, I worked with your dad way back. Your dad was one of the biggest supporters of my projects, right? Yeah. And yep. it, it was finding that path. And I think the disconnect from and our government's doing the best it can. I am not in any way yep. sunflowers to them. Yep. But I think that there is a disconnect between university learning and government systems and entrepreneurs. And I think in the middle, there's these people that don't, they're not connected to any of those systems. And they don't understand. No, it's a whole new world. Like it's like the simplest things that just seem absolutely ridiculous. Like how long didn't we not wear masks? And then I know. Right. Yeah. Simple things. I know. And then even like, you know, for example, okay, you guys close your business on December 22nd. So I've been like, you know, a few of my friends have sent me the COVID business relief form, right? Or, or it's coming, it's coming. So I'm like, okay, well it's coming, but when is it coming? Like, do they not understand that we have bills to pay at the beginning of the month? Right? So now the actually just today is when we can start to fill out the application form, but that's three weeks later and we still have bills to pay. Like, that's where I don't understand, like, the disconnect also from, you know, the government funding. It's like, okay, uh, we're going to get you some, but just hang on, you know. Well, we can't hang on because we we have bills. Like, the bills don't stop. Well, that's, and that's what my son says. And that's like, in I mean, 30 years of me being in grants, the change in granting has, the accessibility to funding has become almost the same system to feed the government like you used to be able to get a grant and we would get a really healthy grant and we'd be able to help people and we'd report and everything would be tickety-boo now if you don't have a university degree in grant writing and how to do it and how to make and then you're like this cost me more money and I just gave my whole business and time right yeah well because I did the same thing in the summer I was like desperate I'm like I need to find something to keep me going because it doesn't make sense to keep shelling out if it's nothing's coming in, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure out like what I'm gonna do. Oh my god, I spent weeks filling out. I didn't get one grant. It's, it's, I spent weeks on yeah. on explaining my business and what it was and da da da. But what I did get one thing which has helped me. I did come up runner up in a Canada Post um, contest they had of just telling your story of your business and how I went from offline to online. So I came runner up in a in a Canada wide um, contest and I won a prize package which they helped me with a mentor and like different things like that. And I got some money um, and Canada Post dollars. So, I mean, that that kind of boosted myself up a little bit. But I mean, when you think of the grand scheme of things of 21 months, like yeah, it's a no, lot of, no, it's a lot. No, and then they talked about CERB and, and the gig economy for artists. And it's like, I know for me, I mean, I invested all these years in my life and now I'm looking at it and I go, I just paid all that out. I don't have yep. a retirement package. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and now we have health issues, and I just think I about know. all the government employees who have those packages, and I'm going. I think that there's a 
the share package isn't feeling very equal to me right now. Yes. But, but I mean, here's the other beautiful thing. Um, I come from immigrants, right? And my family helped build this province on bare back. And we all, you, I, we all walk on immigrant giant backs, right? Yep. We were made for these times. And I think there has been a lot of good from COVID. And I know. Yep. I agree. Do you agree? I do. I agree. I mean, I agree there has been good out of it 100%. And I'm, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to always look at the negatives. I'm always like, yeah. what can I learn from this? And I learned how creative I could be under, you know, with a gun to my head, like you got to close your <laughs> business. So I'm like, oh my God, so what am I going to do? No, I don't. Like, how am I going to figure it out? But I think it learned and also taught me, um, it taught me a lot of things. And I think the pandemic taught people too, like the importance of who's important in your life, yeah. slowing down a little bit. Yeah. You don't have to be everywhere. Yeah. You don't have to put that pressure on yourself. You know, it's all about quality over quantity is what I've learned through the pandemic. That's exactly the same. I got to slow down and my mom lives far away and she of course had COVID during it and I'm like 13 hours away. And I'm so grateful for Zoom because you know, yep. I got to talk to her. I podcasted with her. We made pickles online. I did Perfect. cartoons. And, you know, that's what fed this. And my mom would tell me, she has this great story that she told me when they were, because um, my grandfather had been in, my great-grandfather in internment camps in BC. So they really struggled and they didn't know about it. So there was all this mental health stuff and they were very poor. And my mom was living in Alberta and she was about 14. And she said her and my uncle were sitting in a, in a poplar tree and they were, pulling all the leaves off. And she said that if they could have turned them into pennies, they would have not been hungry. And she said, but they were hungry. And she goes, she started telling me about making potato soup out of potato peels from the neighbor. And, and she says, you come from that. She says, and it might not be as bad as potato peels, but she said, we have all had hunger. And she says, humans need to know hunger to be grateful. And I'm Uh grateful for that because I saw our world being so consumable. Like it felt so fast with no values to me. Zero. Yeah. And then people take so many things for granted. So many things, you know, like, because you, it's just at the, it's just at the, at your fingertips every time. But then when it gets taken away from you, right. And then you, and then you also like, I know so many people right now um, are really, really struggling mentally. And when you struggle mentally, you're going to struggle physically. Right. So whether it's, this is where my industry, I feel it's very important. Um, is whether it's, um, you know, they were isolated, now they're depressed, you know, now they have anxiety, now they don't even know how to be around people, um, they're not moving their body, there's no sense of community, right? All of these things, I mean, I just launched an eight-week um, program called Feature Soul, and we're working on meditation, mindfulness, and movement. And it's not about weight loss right now because how can you even comprehend what that is you need to start almost from the very beginning to build another foundation and and people's mental states right now I mean it's not good you know and I just I explained the effects of stress on your body and how it spills over into your daily life with your family with your co-workers and when you don't start taking care of yourself mentally and physically like the only person who can help you is you. I mean, I'm, I can give you the tools, right? Yeah. But you have to be ready to do that. So I have a huge handful of people who signed up for this challenge, and I'm so proud of them all because they took the initiative to say, you know what, I need this help right now. 
That's really brilliant because that's exactly what's happening for me. The Sunflower Art Project was the same because I had friends and very well-known and people that you would think would never were so intimidated and it was like, just pick up the phone and it would be one call and we just yep. do, just paint a sunflower. So it's the same. And it, and it was the stories yep. that are coming out. And funny enough, this podcast is because it's like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of what you're doing and what I'm doing in this wonderful blend and how we can help people because mm-hmm. just, I think it's remembering to have a conversation. My one friend said, have you noticed everybody has aged? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally. And, right? it's so and it's so sad. I'm like, oh my gosh. But, but you know what? They've lost their spirit. When you lose your spirit, you age more, right? Yeah. You've lo- they've lost the joy. They've lost, they forget what it feels like. Like even when people come into my studio, I haven't been in a long time. They're like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot what this felt like. It's like when you eat something you hadn't eaten in a long time. Yeah. And then you didn't even realize how much you, how much you loved it. I know. So, I mean, and that's what it is. And I feel honestly in these times, like my job is not, not to be here for, um, weight loss. I've never actually, that has never been my goal. My goal is to live a healthy lifestyle. And what that means, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside right now or ever. It's like, but are you taking the right steps to take care of yourself? Right. What are you eating? What are you doing for, are you meditating? You know, meditation, meditation saved me in September. I was really, really close to, to not knowing what I was going to do with soul studio. And I was like, I need to take a step back because I am tired. I I stopped taking care of myself. So here I am trying to take care of so many people. Right. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, Serena, you have been going for 20 months straight yeah. And what have you done to take care of yourself? I started eating poorly, yeah. drinking maybe a little bit too much wine. Yeah. And then, you know, right. Yeah. And, Mine's then all bourbon. These things, and all of a sudden I'm like, I had no energy that I was like, I'm like, I cannot make decisions in this state. So I, I, I pulled back. I didn't do anything for two months. I worked on myself. I got into meditation. Now I'm like meditating like an hour, hour and a half a day. I meditate. I I'm eating healthier. Of course, then I got sick with COVID, but I mean like I thought that that was a great lesson for myself because I'm like, here I am trying to take care of other people, but I I wasn't looking after myself. I think it was really hard. I think everybody went through such a scared period and I remember being terrified. Yeah. Fear. just everything that happened for us and then this year was another year like that I had some major stuff to do with my job and some major bullying and that was really tough on some high yeah. high level and then my house almost burnt down because of the fires oh. oh man and it was really right? funny well you know and that last year they say was a year of of getting rid of any fears one of my fears would be losing my house another one was that what would I do if my husband was away I have seven horses and a fire came over the beautiful nation behind my house well, I had to live it. And you know, it was the craziest thing, but I saw myself and I had these seven horses and these horses followed me. And I'm not a great horsewoman. I love them and I'm okay, but I'm not great at it. And I had right. to use like all my force to get this one horse in there. And then I went to my daughter's and there's horse trailers and smoke. And it was like, and then there was no for us to sleep because of COVID. So we're sleeping on a trampoline. Yeah. And, and my husband and I looked up at the sky and I have never felt more peace in my life. of letting it just and I think it's the same thing and then that was the same thing for me I didn't look after myself I was trying to help 
you know, I was doing, I have this crazy app with augmented reality for businesses that I can yep. make any sign talk. And, I'm, and then I went, it doesn't matter because at this point, none of it matters because. No, none of it. Yep. And now same thing. I meditate. I yep. eat extremely healthy. I watch what I, bourbon isn't as flowing as it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you mind my choice is wine? <laughs> But yes, but I mean, all those things and in moderation, you could do it. But this is where like I, you know, for, for my place at Soul Studio is, is bringing these people back to that place. Right. And, um, and even being closed. Okay. So then I got COVID and then it was the biggest week. It was the biggest week for me because I decided to go forth with this new year's challenge and I got extremely sick for the, for that whole week. Actually the Monday and Tuesday that I was at my worst, I worked for nine hours in my bed and I was like each day actually. And then I took the Wednesday to just kind of chill, but I, I, because I had no choice, you know, I I mean, I, I, I had people who were coming to this thing. Not only that, I know how much people need it. So that's why I worked hard for it. I'm like, you know, and we ended up doing it all virtually. I had like over 70 people online virtually and we all came together and it was like the most beautiful hour after ever. And they were like, they cried. We, we kind of dug deep and um, now they're all motivated to just, even if it's like to move for five minutes a day for the next eight weeks. It's all the challenges. Well, you know, similar stories. We had this grant it had to be fulfilled. You know, we got to do an art show at gallery vertigo and then there's yep. an artist. And then I was like, how am I going to do this? And I couldn't breathe and I couldn't let them down. And we have a great team. <laughs> But it was the same yeah. thing. And then certain people were like, oh, my God, thank you. I was getting, I, and I was, and then I was like, I have to, because, yeah. you know, that some of that is the only interaction some had. And we have other yes. parts. And I felt this pressure. And then I just went, you know what? Again, we were made for these times. And I, that's why I call, um, in my world, I call people wayfinders or blue horses. Because yeah. I believe that horses, they have a really interesting hierarchy that whichever horse is sick, the other horses come around. There's never a leader, only one. And I believe blue horses like you and like me, that is our role in life. And it is. Yeah, it is. It's a joy and a burden at the same time. You and I both Both agree. Yes. And I've thought about that, but that's like, I mean, I just, that is like, we are, we're almost here to serve, you know, like here's, here's what, here's what it is. Right. And I, and I also feel like another lesson I learned, um, just kind of going off topic a little bit was, um, the art of surrendering because you, I mean, I had COVID. So uh, yeah, was I really upset on Sunday night for an hour? Yes. But then I'm like, well, I got to surrender to this because like, why am I getting all mad about it? I know I have a big week, but it is what it is and everything is going to work out the way it should work out. And it worked out beautifully. The same story because the the people in my life and um, some really good friends of mine, when they heard I was sick, they just took over. And I actually, at one point, was in tears. This one woman has been a friend of mine for a long time and very strong mentor, like amazing artist. And she, and I was like, and she said to me, she says, sometimes you got to let somebody else lead for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was so hard and I was so grateful and I was crying and I didn't know how to thank her. It's and, the best feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, I had to surrender to that, like, and I had to really re-examine I mean, you want to help people, but sometimes that joy of us helping people, why couldn't I let somebody else help me as yeah. easily? Yes. Right? Yeah. That, no, that. it's a beautiful thing. And that's saying like me, like that whole week, my team was like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Picked up things. What do you need, Serena? I went to the, I wasn't at the studio for a week. My studio ran. I ran virtual classes because my team just said, we got it. 
that's the same as me. So you know what I think? And I think what you're doing, like I'm really, I mean, the things that I I think a lot of people have gone to meditation and different spiritual things. And and I I don't like the word church, but I think that there's painting Mm -hmm. and there's exercise and there's meditation. Whatever you do that moves your body, your hand, your brain will make you feel whole. I think that's a movement. Like I can really see Soul Studio being this all place where you just, like your voice alone to sit here and listen to you like and I think I think that's what's happening for me it's talking to the sunflowers like I want to talk to you you want to talk to somebody else they want to and I think that something is really beautiful what you're doing because I see how you have people follow you and you believe you're passionate Serena and I think the world should come and and you should have more meditation shows so people can just hear your story yeah, and just be within the energy. And, and you know, I think that's my driving force right now. Like, my driving force with Soul Studio really has not been about the business. I really, I, I didn't start it because of the business. I started because I have a passion for what I do. And I've evolved over the years, seven years, because I've also learned a lot. And my life has taken me in different directions, but I've also grown with Soul Studio, right? Like, so yeah. the my Feed Your Soul Challenge that I just launched – this year, it was inspired by what I put myself through in September. It was inspired by how I got myself out of the rough. So that's what I've, I'm carrying on with them. And I do, like, what, people, the energy that's even transferred online, I mean, I've got a handful of people that don't live in Vernon that are virtual members with me since for the last year and a half. That's but amazing. we see them every day because they come into class. They come into class virtually. And they can feel the energy. It's it's so mind-blowing. But then this is what I thought of back in March 2020. I was like, well, wait a second, Serena. Do you feel the energy from somebody singing on TV when it's so good? Do you still get goosebumps? I do. So oh, I'm like, sure. why couldn't they feel the energy through the stream? Well, and they do. It's, 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 it, is, it is just so mind-blowing but so amazing that I was able to continue to share my energy. That's quantum physics, right? That's the truth. I same thing. I have people in in what we're doing all over the world. I met a yep. woman in Quebec, and she's doing wisdom stories with sunflower paintings. And we started to talk. I invited her to the podcast before. I know, and I actually will be in some meetings, and I'll go, "Oh, I've never met them." And they go, "How long have you worked with them?" I don't know, four or five years. Never met them. Like, right, right. But and, see, like, and you don't need to physically meet somebody, right? Like, uh-uh. I had actually, I had a member. Uh, she lives in uh, Vancouver, and she came actually to the studio, um, Mo- the summer of March, t- uh, the summer of 2020. But she signed up with us in April of 2020. She walked into the studio, and her jaw dropped. She was like, "This is so surreal right now. Like, I can't believe I'm here." That's what she kept saying. That's I wonderful. can't believe I'm physically here because. She spent every day with us when we were closed for the two months, March and April. She spent every day with us logging in and joining our community. But she never physically was at our location. Yeah. And everybody knew her. That's awesome, right? 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 Everybody knew her. They're like, hey, hey, hey. Like, as, as if she just, as if she didn't even, like, she was just there yesterday. But that's what's so cool about this, all this virtual stuff. Well, wouldn't it be nice if senior homes had um, people that you trained that they had soul studios in every senior home where people can actually, when we can move, but where seniors can go down into rooms and interact with their families. Yes. Right. Move. And like, I know that was really hard for my mother-in-law and I go, people would bring iPads. I'm going, but why is there not soul studios as a medical support 
Imagine, imagine just, I, I'd like to see reinvented senior homes where there were apartments with studios for artists and a studio for health moving and it shouldn't be, but you know, if I had lots of money, maybe that's what we should do, Serena. Maybe we should do creative senior homes. Right? Well, because I do believe that everybody deserves to move, right? Like whether it's for five minutes or 10 minutes and not only move, do you know what the most important thing was um, that lacked in the pandemic in, in which a lot of people told me was connection and community, yeah. human connection. So people would actually tell me that they would just, they would literally look so forward to the class because they got to log in and not everybody would do the whole class. I told them 10 minutes of movement is better than nothing. Log yeah. in, say hi, because it's so good for your soul. Yeah. Log in, say hi, move for 10 minutes and then relax, sit down. If you don't, body doesn't feel like moving, but stay on to say bye, stay connected. Because when you lose that connection, like, and our community has grown together and is so solid right now. And, and we're welcoming more members, more people like slowly coming in from wherever and wherever it's like on screen, they're like, Hey, so-and-so, where are you from? Welcome to Soul Studio. You know, like that's kind of what happens. And it's like, it's like you're in the studio, but you're actually online, but connection is really what was lacking even for senior homes. They were not connected to their family. They were not, you know, not even moving. So this is my belief, right? Community connection, movement, move, connect, belong is my slogan. I love it. You know, I'm seeing some potential because (laughs) I'm sitting here as you're talking going, hmm, there needs to be some soul studio talks where, you know, until it can be full (laughs) capacity, are you allowed to have people, you know, kind of like TED Talks, but it should be like really soul and art talks. You know, there could be so many things that people would pay a membership because to learn and to be a part of, right? Because it's so good for you. It's so, and it's all positive energy. I I never welcome any negative energy in my studio. And that's what I think has kept so many women coming back. The same women, right? A lot of people are like, oh my God, that's so many women. I'm like, yeah, but it's because we're on the basis of all together here for one reason, which is ourselves, but also for the betterment of others. There's no judgment. There's no, I don't see, that's what I said on Sunday to all of them that were standing there looking at me during virtual. I'm like, you guys, I don't, I don't see bodies. I see souls, right? So then that's why I was like, you gotta, you gotta find your light again because every single person there has a light that needs to be shared and it's dimmed. So many people's lights are dim. And it is really funny. It is that connection. I had a friend that was really having a hard time and, I mean, the intimidation for some people on Zoom, especially men, right? Yep. We, yep. we got a grant to teach digital skills, and um, and it was to just get people to Zoom, get them understanding, you know, getting how many people don't have, you know, my mom does. Like, my mom's just rocking at it because she, you know, she she wants to go to church, but she has the skills. But a lot of people don't. And, yep. and it was one call from going from dark and I said, just put one paint stroke, put your paintbrush in a piece of yellow. I'll talk you through it. And yep. all of a sudden, that same, very same, you know, philosophy that we're talking about. And I'm just going, same synergy. And it seems so simple, but people have been, I think we're just afraid. It's that, you know, when you're young and you go for your first job and you got an eggshell around you and you have your arms, you remember yep. feeling that? I think everybody's feeling that. So bless you in all that you do, Serena, because I see and I watch you from afar and it's just, I see good things coming though, because I do, I, I, what you do, 
It has to. The Chinese New yeah. Year's is coming, right? And they say that January, you're supposed to write all these intentions. Because February 1 is supposed to, everything you write down in January is supposed to happen, Serena. I know. Oh, man. I don't know what it is that I am chasing, but there is really no chase for me. That's why I think I'm like... I'm really feel like I'm really living my purpose right now. And I, I just have to continue um, going through these motions to, to get me where I need to be. But I do strongly believe that, you know, I, I am here for others. And I do like that's my end goal is I want to see everybody better themselves and live and live a more happier and joyful life. And that is so key. And I will, uh, in the opening, I'll send everybody to where they can find you and what you know experiences they can have with you i think and i I think about my daughter too she has a little girl who was in ballet and then that got stopped and and there's all these people all these women that are craving what you offer so yes i I just i could just see little eily there and and i think sometimes people need an invitation too i think i think they forget that it's not a closed tribe yeah it's not it's not and that's what i just that's i think been my one of my my um struggles kind of around here is that um especially being in vernon because i because i when i first opened in in seven years ago i it's it's a boutique experience so i I kept getting compared to gyms or or things like that so i was the first one in vernon of, of what I do. And that's a double whammy when you're trying to do something like a big city does in a small city on top of that, maybe the the value is a little bit more, right? So no one understood that. But when I have people come from Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, they would drop into my studio and they'd be like, that's all you have to pay for all of this. I was like, yes, like I have top of the line spin boutique. I have top of the line bikes. I have top of the line equipment and we focus solely on group fitness and community. And it's been a tough thing. And a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, maybe they think it's like a big, like, yeah, like you said, closed or no, Mm -hmm. we're actually very open and more people don't realize how much they need soul in their life until they come in. They're like, I can't believe I didn't discover this place sooner. It is funny, right? And I think that's what this area is very much for that, right? It's yeah. that they go, that's very clicky and that, and it really yeah. isn't. And I think COVID has actually helped a little bit of that in the leveling because I'm even seeing people that I probably, you know, skirted around or they skirted around me in my same industry. We actually right. had a call this morning that we're planning a podcast and we laughed and I said, why don't we? And she was like, and we kind of laughed like two little schoolgirls. Well, I never yeah. knew that about you. And it was like, so maybe there's another bonus because I know you're inviting many people to come and oh, find yeah. their souls with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every day, every day, like I'll reach out to somebody or I see something on Facebook where people are like, oh my God, I'm feeling so low. I'm like, oh my God, you need to just, even if you just join us for a month, come see what this can do for you. But you know, people have to be open and they, and you know, the, the saddest thing is, is people put assumptions in their head before even trying something oh yeah and that's where i feel people lost opportunity missed opportunity when there's something there and you talk yourself out of something that you haven't even tried i think it's it's personalities like you that help because i have always been like a very brave out there to my detriment person yes yeah. but when i went through menopause yeah. i 
got a humbling because I, I watched my mom and I watched my mom struggle and I thought, well, I was really healthy and strong and climbed scaffolding and that's never going to happen to me. And I was working and not looking after myself, working way too yep. hard, traveling the world, yep. got extreme. Menopause hit me and in two months I had gained 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I wasn't eating anymore. Like it was just, I I, I would come home one day and I was doing yoga and I go, where's that cat? Why is that cat attached to my stomach? Right. And it yep. was, I hadn't seen it. And it was really intimidating for me. This strong woman went, I can't go exercise anywhere. See, but that's, a, and that is a thing that people think I have to be fit to get, to go there. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, no, I want, like my studio is for those that aren't like I I I don't want the people that are regular gym goers. Those are not my people. My people are people that have never worked out before, that have never experienced a group fitness class before. My people are those people that want to change their life. Like, I don't need the, like, there's other places for people to go to, to continue the everyday thing, but I want the other people. I want the, the other people that don't even know where to start. Those are my people at Soul Studio. That's so beautiful. I love that. And that's the same as me. People say to me, Michelle, I want to work with you. Mentor, but I said, I, I don't have any skills. I said, you're my people. I said, I'm, I know. I'm self-taught. I don't have any skills. All those kids taught me. Just can yeah. you pick up a paintbrush? Are you free and you're not going to you know, criticize yourself? Come on over to my horse farm. I'll throw a big canvas, pet the dog, put the coffee yep. on. Same yep. thing, right? And it's, yep. but I think it's maybe, Serena, I'm going to leave this with you maybe. Yep. Maybe the lesson that you and I mm -hmm. got at the same time was COVID kicked us on the ass. You and I yep. both have spoken like, holy, that was scary. Yes, it was. So maybe that feeling is what people feel when they have to go outside of their comfort. Because you and I were both taken out of our comfort. Yes, we were. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely how they feel out of their comfort zone. So it's now just trying to figure out like how to get them, get them in there. And the and and you know what it is? It's the art of surrendering. That's yeah. what I've learned in these last seven years, right? And I'm really diving into like surrendering to, to what's meant for you or if something comes your way, surrender to it and just go and be open to it. And that's why I said on Sunday at my Feed Your Soul kickoff, I go, be open to everything you're going to learn in these next eight weeks. I'm like, even if you think that you don't like yoga or you don't like Zumba, walk into the class saying, how does this benefit me? How will this help me? I love that. Well, I think all the listeners should go to your website, which they will yes. find on the podcast, and they should <laughs> sign up. And I think, Serena, that you and I should do a couple more of these, and I think we should invite some other women. I think there should be some soul art talks happening. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm all about the soul, baby. Right? I can see them <laughs> yeah. being in your studio. I'm like, I see yeah. people sitting around. When I went to Australia, and I went to yeah. this giant metal teepee thing, this healing thing. It was crazy. And there must mm -hmm. have been 20 of us in this big studio. And there was a didgeridoo in the middle, and we all laid on these yep. mats and talked. It was the most incredible experience. Experience, yes. I mean, yep. there's so many things. And I think that I see you doing a lot of creative. I think Soul Studio is going to be around for a long time because the world needs you. Yeah, oh, thank you. Well, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm literally just, I'm just going through the motions right now just trying to now I've just got to try and stay alive <laughs> you know but continue on my quest because I I do I, I truly believe in what I do 
And, and people could reach out to you as well. Like maybe yeah. do you do personal, like even some consulting where people might feel intimidated? Yeah, actually, a few people were telling me that too, because I mean, I've had 20, I mean, over 20 years of business experience through my furniture business. And then, you know, being an entrepreneur now on my own, which was also a great blessing, you know, like, you come from a family of an entrepreneurial family. But when you take a step out of that, and 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 start from scratch on your own, holy man, (laughs) like, I came from a well oiled machine to like, starting from scratch going, Oh my God, like I can't afford a paper ad. I can't afford, you know what I mean? Like, right? I was like, how, how am I going to do this? And I'm really proud of myself because I wanted to do this all on my own. And I've done this all on my own because I'm like, I need to be able to figure out how, how this works. So like from scratch, from everything, like it's literally been, I've had a ton of support from my family, but it's literally been me like grinding. Well, Good for you, Bravo, because that was me too. I had this, I am going to do, I am going to make my living as an artist. Right. <laughs> to the detriment of me, darn it. I know. It's like, it's like, why would you put yourself through the torture? But it's because, you know, I don't know what it is about. It's, it's our personalities, right? It's, it's maybe what we're meant to do. It's like, we're survivors. We're, we're going to figure it out. And, and the thing is, is that's what drives us, right? Oh, yeah. It drives me to figure out how to get out of this. One day I will write a book because I, I, I have just so many experiences, even in just the last seven years, so many people don't know about. And even my one um, instructor, that's my right-hand girl. She goes, Serena, you make it look too easy. People have no idea. It's true. Uh, you, you are that. <laughs> my daughter calls them unicorns. My son too. People look at him and he's got a tribe and now he's up at Black Pine and he looks and everybody goes, oh, you're so lucky. And he says, mom, that drives me crazy when people yeah. say that. He goes like, would you like the responsibility, the bills or the fear? Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty much sure my t-shirt is covered with all that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, please write that book. I have just started a book on mine because I think that when you let the layers go, I think people would be interested in the layers of our lives, Serena, because well, those, those they can mur- relate to it. Well, yeah, people look at those murals and they go, oh, well, you know, their heritage. And I'm going, you have no idea of the space between those walls and the cities and the healing yeah. that happened. It isn't yeah. about the pain. Yeah. And for you, it's the same thing I see. Yeah. It isn't about, it's about those connections and that yeah. energy that has, you've changed lives, Serena. And I think... As hard as I know it has been, I am grateful to know you. And please keep doing it because I I honestly think that we got to find the helpers. The helpers are out there. You are one of the helpers. Yep. And thank you so much for joining me today. And And thank you for having me. It was so nice. It was so nice to have this conversation with you. Well, let's share it and let's do more. Let's do You could do a podcast takeover because I know there's another business out there that somebody, you know, needs to hear. And we can do yep. some of it remote. You have equipment. I really believe we need to find the voices for many women. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much. We actually so have much. a podcast too, Soulcast. We, um, my, my Sue and I started it, but we've only had seven episodes. Well, we should go. We're doing it. <laughs> Why don't we do an exchange? That would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Let's yeah, do for it. Sure. All right, you take care okay. and let's talk Thank soon. Thank you, Michelle. It's the art and the history connecting all communities. The water flows through indigenous blue. The tides rise and fall, connecting us all. Water is life here.
hear our call, the water flows through, indigenous blue. 